Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. You can call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What is Yo, so man, funny with you, Tito? He's sitting over there choking, man. Help him out, Max. You right there Max with him. Max is just worried about the, the ring. I ain't worried about him. Go, go, Jeez. go, and, and and get behind and, and cross your cold. arms. Do the Heimlich and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. press on him, man. Get him right. <laughs> mean. Oh, I think water. You ever do the Heimlich on anybody? I have not. I actually have. Did it work? It worked. It got the. But the funny thing is, I'll even tell you who it was. Jim Lampley and I were having dinner, I think, somewhere on the road doing a fight. And this is so Jim Lampley. He starts to choke, and he basically shows me how to do he's it. He teaches you how to me do it while what he's to do while he's choking, and I do it, and it worked. It's kind of like working with the guy. Everything's smooth. Oh, All right. gosh. Yeah. yeah so, I feel like I should take some lessons considering yeah. I have kids. Probably be the right thing to do. So, guys <laughs> – yeah, that's probably yeah, yeah, probably probably, probably should know. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna your whole life. It's like this is what you do, and everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, um, KD and LeBron James were choosing up All Star teams, NBA All Star game selections on TNT, and um, man, <laughs> there's James Harden up on the board, and there he's still up on the board, and still up on the board, and finally LeBron takes Van Vliet. Because he wants, as Jay said earlier in the show, okay, KD, we'll put the pressure on you. <laughs> Who do you, you want? Choose. Listen to this and think about what this means for James Harden. Listen, here they go. With this, with the sixth pick uh, <laughs> in the second round, per request of the Chuckster, I'm going with Fred Van Fleet. I'm going to need some size for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm going to need some size and um, – Interior, yeah, especially with Giannis and LeBron James playing such great basketball this year. I need somebody to offset that, so I'm gonna go with Rudy Gobert. I agree, I agree, I agree. That worked out nicely. That worked out nicely. I mean, he can't let people run through the lane and dump on him. somebody defend him. He hasn't played. Is he healthy? Who's that? James, he hasn't played. Do, he's, he's like, missed, what happens if he doesn't? Oh, he got traded. He's healthy now. He's missed the last three with a with a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> See, and now we know why LeBron carries hey, a clipboard hey, with him to the uh, to the hey, drive. Hey, LeBron, oh my God, trust me, right man. now he's rubbing some ice and hot on that thing. He's playing the next game. No <laughs> <laughs> questions. I can't. I can't with y'all. Harden or Gobert? I need some size. Let me let me grab Gobert. Jay. By the way, when when James asked, when LeBron James asked, is James healthy? KD almost answered before mm. Chuck got in, mm. and I it, it's just so fascinating understanding who KD is, and, and like I don't know all the ins and outs of that relationship, but like how tight KD and Kyrie are, how they had to view the fact that James Harden didn't want to rock out. With those two, like, yeah. all right, that's what you don't want. It's personal, you know. It's like that Michael Jordan clip that he had in uh, in that documentary he did. Like, and for me, that, that was personal. <laughs> I, I, and I took that. And personal. I took that personal. Like, that's that's what it feels like. Clearly, clearly, uh, James didn't value KD's relationship with him. Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, I just I. I don't know, and I know Monica McNutt was on with us earlier and talked about ring chasing, but it's like. I don't know that I'm guaranteed to get a ring in Philly. 
it, it, it like it does not increase my chances because I don't know the coach. I don't know the big man if he's gonna stay healthy and Joe. Like it's a, it's just so when I leave a situation that I would think that I wanted to go to when I'm stable. I mean that that stable that I wanted to go to, and I know that I got three guys myself plus KD plus Kyrie. That's just ridiculous. And give that up to go to Philadelphia for something that I don't know anything about. I just I'm like, I I'm a little surprised that he would want to do a third stop. Well, now. let's think about this for a second. <clears throat> let's say it's not just ring chasing. Let's say as as Jay, you've pointed out, he's just a hooper, mm-hmm. like KD, just yeah. wants to hoop. But maybe he gets to Brooklyn, Harden, and he goes, Oh, wait a minute, I thought, how is this? KD, I thought this is, you know, like this, we're just here to hoop. Me and you, what's, what's, the, what's going on with this other dude? And KD, who's the power on the team, in fact, right, with ownership because he is the best player on the team, um, is not going to go with Harden just because the relationship with Kyrie, and it ain't going to be Kyrie who's dealt, even though that would have made a lot of sense because Kyrie in New York is only playing in half the games. In another town, he could play in all the games, yeah, almost if, all the if games. You had, if you had James Harden's word that he was going to re-sign with Brooklyn this summer. That's, a, that's, a comp, that's which, an added layer. Yes. But, but that's right. So KD might be thinking, I'm better off with – but to me, it felt like from where I'm sitting, and I don't know it like you, I'm not – KD, Kyrie, James, if you're listening, I'm not claiming to know anything. I hear things, but this is not based on that. What if – the relationship between Kyrie and KD is such simply that KD ain't here. He's not trying to hear, even if it's correct, that Kyrie should go. And so Harden is like, well, okay, then I got to go. I get it. That's why I said that Philadelphia 76ers have to win a chip because this is what James Harden's legacy is dependent upon, right? He's got it. He he left OKC when it first started. he He left that for money, though. I'm just I understand. And, and James Harden became the James Harden we know him to be now because he did leave OKC. But still, I'm just tying all it together, Key. Yeah. He did leave that team, right? He's he's played with the CP3. He's played with the Russ that hasn't worked out. He gets he forces his way out of Houston. He goes to Brooklyn. He's with KD. He's with Kyrie. That didn't work out. Now he's with Joel and B back with Daryl Morey. Like, now this is where you have to do it, right, at age 32 of your career. But I will say this because I owe somebody an apology. And as much as I want to see him get out, Key, I respect the hell out of this man because all this movement in the last couple of days with the Ben Simmons situation and with the James situation, (laughs) I'm sitting here looking at Dame being like, Dame, I respect you, man. You just Even as you're like, I hope he gets out. it out for your city. Even you know, as you're I'm like, I'm here. This is that. mine. I ain't running from nobody. I ain't going to nobody else's team. I'm not dealing with drama. I own it. It's mine. Come here, rock with me. It may not ever get there, but all this other movement makes me respect Dame so much. And you were it the does. guy, Jay. And you I, were the guy. I was. That's why I said I owe him an apology. Well, everybody, everybody looks at things differently, though, right? Agreed. I mean, Dame may today want to stay in Portland, and tomorrow he may decide Fair. that. You know, it's time to move because it ain't shaking out right. I just don't know what makes James Harden happy because if you're a baller, you ball no matter what, where you at. If I'm on the Sacramento Kings, (laughs) 
I just ball. I'm just going out well, there. Maybe and not the Sacramento ball. Kings. There's a limit to everything, Keaton. <laughs> That's why I started <laughs> asking. But, but if you're a baller, you yeah. balling, though. Regardless, I just want to know, like, what is he seeking? Like, but, what, but see, Keaton, what? I think the Philly situation makes him happy. You know why? He has an incredible relationship with one of the owners and Michael Rubin. Right, okay. the owner of Fanatics. Like, they're sincerely tight. They kick it all the time. Like, I constantly on social media, and I've known Mike for a while since I interviewed him with the boardroom. Like, him, Meek Mill, and James, close. Like, close as thieves, man. Tight as thieves. So you add that with the fact, hey, I have an opportunity basketball-wise with Joel Embiid. Like, a pick-and-roll combination where the ball's back in my hands and I could be James Harden that cooked. Oh, and by the way, my GM, a guy that I roll with, a guy that we built the Houston franchise with, Daryl Morey. Like, there's a lot of comfortability there. By the way, I think that's the most underplayed thing. Everyone is being critical of Morey. He got fleeces and that. I see it completely differently. I think this is pure conjecture on my part. It would be tampering if it were true, so obviously I'm not. But you want to ask me what I suspect, just knowing how the world works? No. Well, I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> I think Daryl Morey was instrumental here. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, once Ben Simmons became a distressed asset, people were talking as though he was going to be traded for C.J. McCollum. And McCollum, and and remember, Daryl Morey's like, uh-uh. This is, I'm not getting C.J. a nice player. I'm going to get a difference maker for Ben Simmons or I'm not going to trade him. Everyone yelled and screamed, trade him, trade him, trade him. At the time, I said he should expand the deal. Don't go after CJ, go after Dame and just throw in some firsts and whatever, whatever, and go get Dame. Don't Trade up. That didn't happen. But he got a guy who at his best has been even better than Dame. And that's Well, he got James the same thing in Dame, right? No, I mean, Harden's been hard, – No, but I'm winning. saying it's the same thing. Yeah, same like a super-duper star. Yeah, it's a super-duper star that he got – and he turned Ben Simmons and spare parts. I like Seth Curry. He's a good spare player. Spare parts. Man, relax. Uh, well, look, look. Uh, Drummond is 18 minutes a game. Seth Curry's a nice player. Shoot the lights out. Two low-end first-round picks, most likely. That's, those are nice little picks. But there's nothing transformational there. But in exchange, you got an MVP caliber player to pair with Joel Embiid. I, I, think, Maury, I think Maury did but a great that, job but here, is honestly. That a- Sorry, Key? Nothing. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Willemax presented by Progressive Insurance. All right, we're going to get back to the Super Bowl. Because- One thing that I see about Joe Burrow, if you ever look through his helmet, that man, he don't flinch. <laughs> Put it in my hands, Trey. It's over. Just a kid from Ohio coming down, chasing a dream. I'm here to win games and win championships. They're calling for Joe Burr. Got Von Miller. We get Odell. We get these unbelievable players. You know, the pressure for our team has been there all season from the outside. But from us, that stuff hasn't really bothered us, hasn't really crept in, you know, into our thought process at all. We just go out there and attack each day. Eric Garcetti, Los Angeles mayor, and Aftab Purval, Cincinnati mayor. Mayors of both cities with us right now. Good morning, Mr. Mayors. Doing. There's Eric Garcetti, and where is Aftab Pureval? There he is. So, good morning, good morning. We know um, the bet was just announced a short time ago. What is the bet between the two mayors of the Super Bowl? Eric, let's start with you. All right. Well, part of it's traditional. We're going to have to wear the jersey of the winning team at a press conference in our city. 
but part of it's non-traditional where the winner actually has to pay inspired by Kansas City fans who donated money to the Buffalo Children's Hospital. The winning team, we will donate to the Children's Hospital, in our case in Cincinnati, we're pretty confident about that, a great Children's Hospital. And if something should go wrong and Cincinnati wins, then Cincinnati fans and the mayor will be donating to the Los Angeles Children's Hospital, helping kids That's out, great. doing something positive. I know there's a lot of pastrami and chili on the line from our police chiefs, a whole bunch of noise back and forth, but we're two good friends in a deep rivalry here, and we're going to do something to help our kids. That's right. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful bet that uh, lifts up uh, not only our two cities, but our two children's hospitals. We have two of the best children's hospitals in the world. But, you know, there, there were some ideas on the cutting room floor that I've got to give voice to. Number one, an idea was to change Los Angeles's name for 24 hours to L-O-S-S Angeles. Uh, that that has been get, getting some momentum. And number two was to get a Hollywood Walk of Fame star in the Bengals' name with the score. So you know, the, maybe some fans have some side bets. Mm. Yeah, you know, we were going to change Cincinnati to Wincing Natty, but you know, these things we want to be positive. We want to have something in which we you know get through this kind of uh, Cincinnati noise and instead talk about the LA poise. We're, we're going to have a great game. We're going to be great hosts. And we're going to show our Cincinnati friends everything, every polite thing we can except that trophy, which we're going to keep right here in L.A. Garcetti is so nervous. He's starting to rhyme. He, see, he, sees, he sees what's on the other side of the line. Joey, well, we got more rhymes. Joey Burr. They're, they're not going to, they have no answer for Joey Burr, for Tyler Boyd, for T. Higgins, for Mixon. We, we, we are very confident in Cincinnati that this team, which is so young and diverse, is emblematic of our Cincinnati swagger back home. Like so, I said, noise versus poise. Mayor Garcetti, <laughs> um, do you believe that the Cincinnati Bengals are underrating the Los Angeles Rams and the ability to bring home the trophy? No question. I think that the underdog status has been flipped. Everybody looked at the Bengals oh, as the underdogs. Goodness. Now they're the cocky overdogs. We're the underdogs who are just going to be sticking to our game plan. And we've seen this all year long. Uh, Rams, you know, fight, face some tough moments. We're behind. We always come back. I think we've got incredible talent. Um, and while Cincinnati is an amazing team, uh, Joe Burrows is amazing to watch. Uh, we've got the depth that it takes to win a Super Bowl. And we're not cocky about that. We're just confident. Um, and we're going to be in our home, t uh, uh, our home stadium, obviously. It might be a little confusing, the weather, for our Cincinnati friends. It's going to be 80-plus degrees in the middle of February. But don't let that throw you uh, just because there's not snow on the ground. Can I tell you the trash talking between you guys is one for the ages. Aftab, I have to ask you, in Cincinnati, you decided to shut down school on Monday. That's Give the me right the reasoning thing to do. behind it. That, that's, that's, that takes some moxie to do. Yeah, well, again, that's that Cincinnati swagger. And, Key, let me, let me get to your – let me answer your question first. Underdog status. I mean, my goodness. Uh, two years ago, you, you, you saw what the Bengals' record was. This Earlier this year, at the beginning of the season, the over-under on wins was six games. We are far ahead of schedule. We keep proving the haters wrong, and, and we are confident we're going to do that as well. And we've got the fans, right? I, I mean, are, are the fans going to travel to SoFi Stadium from L.A.? I'm not sure that's going to happen, but the Cincinnati Bengals fans are showing up. I mean, they had 150 people at their pep rally. We had 30,000 people at our pep rally. So, yeah, 
So we are confident. Schools are closed. We have we have started uh, preparing for the Super Bowl parade. Eric, your you response? Know, yeah. Eric, your response, please. Keep us well, going. Uh, this is great. There's a reason why Steven Spielberg and George Clooney are from Cincinnati but live in Los Angeles. Uh, they've got <laughs> great chili, but we've got amazing chile. Uh, you know, this is the Midwest versus the real West. And, and let's just be honest. We're an older city. We're founded in 1781 when Cincinnati wasn't even on the map. And I think that I care a lot about the education of Cincinnati students. So I want them to be in school on Monday. And I think that we will do everything we can to further their education on Sunday. And Aftab, to be Mr. Mayor, uh, to, to be fair, it does take longer sometimes to get to SoFi, depending on where you are in Los Angeles, than from Cincinnati. So people do have, uh, I've lived there for six years. And Mr. Mayor uh, Eric Garcetti knows that's true. He's nodding. Let's well, be look, honest. Take the transportation. It's the best way to get there. <laughs> Mayor and I agree on on a number of things, including the importance of investing in our infrastructure. So I just want to make one 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 small political point that that is incredibly important. This bipartisan infrastructure bill to to help people get to and from the game. That's for sure. You guys seem to have <laughs> such. You guys seem to have such a good relationship. How, how long has this relationship been between the two of you? Well, I've heard well, first actually, met after in brag. Cincinnati. Yeah, go ahead. I got to brag about I got to brag about Garcetti real quick. You know, th this guy. I mean, look, I I've been in office for four weeks. Garcetti is 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 the man. Uh, and so I, when I got elected just four weeks ago, one of the first people to call me to congratulate me and give me advice was was Mayor Garcetti. So he really is just a genuinely nice guy. And, and his mentorship through this through this period has been has, has really meant a lot to me. But his team's and, and I'll say, say, say vice versa. Cincinnati is so lucky to have Aftab as mayor. We met about three or four years ago when I was in Cincinnati helping them pass a transportation measure. Um, and I was so psyched to see him get elected. So, look, Cincinnati's going to win by having a great mayor when they lose on Sunday. Mayor, mayor, Gar mayor Garcetti, correct my mind for me really quick here. So you've got a championship from the Lakers. You got one from the Dodgers. You've been with the Rams already once. This is your second trip with the Rams, correct? Correct. And we won the Stanley Cup, WNBA, and MLS. So this is the only ring missing on the on the hand. Wow. I just wanted to, you know, I'm an Angelino, so I wanted to make sure that I threw that out there to kind of let everybody know that you've been in the seat now for several years and championships are just falling yeah. out of the sky in Los Angeles. <laughs> and, and the Olympics are coming here, which we hope to Cincinnati maybe can have some prelims for. I mean, we're trying to make this an American Olympics. <laughs> and uh, no, no, I mean that. I, that wasn't that wasn't a cut. That was an offer. So take me up on oh, okay, it. Great. 2028 when the games come back. Um, we're so excited to host it. This is the best sports town in the world, but we are fanatical about the Rams on Sunday. It has been a long time. We've been waiting to have one team, let alone two teams, let alone a stadium like this, let alone be in the Super Bowl, let alone be in our own stadium for the Super Bowl. So I feel some destiny here, but it's going to be a great game no matter what. Uh, two friends, two cities that love each other, and only one can win. Aftab, I think we need to keep this bet going. So my follow-up question to you is, who wins a college football championship first, USC or Cincinnati? Oh, oh, Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati. Absolutely, the Bearcats. Uh, we, we were just in the college football playoff. Uh, we, we've got the college football playoff bound UC Bearcats. We've got the future Super Bowl winning champions. Uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats were a finalist to be a host city for, for the World Cup in a few years. Cincinnati is on fire. Cincinnati is dope. 
I, I, I encourage everybody to, to learn more about Cincinnati and the and incredible talent that we have in our city. That's it. This is a this, the Super Bowl is as good as I, this. I'm not. I wasn't even gonna chime in about USC. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Nah. Okay. Cincinnati. We wanted their coach, but you know, it, it worked out for you. Them. It worked out yeah. for USC. It worked yeah. Out. yeah, it did. Yeah. If the Super Bowl yeah. is as good as this exchange, we're in good shape, guys. We're I'm just telling shape. you. <laughs> this is it's gonna not, be close. This is not bad at all, Mr. Mayors. Oh, go, are, go they, are you guys gonna sit together? Oh we'll no! We'll see each oh, other no. there, but they need to be with each other's fans. Eric, we'll see. I, I would want him no. to be in the midst of all the Rams fans and having like kryptonite around him. I want him to play fair and have his best shot at losing. Okay. <laughs> no, we will not be. No, we will not be. <laughs> but we'll be hanging out this weekend. But at the stadium, we're not going to be together. Let's just we'll just put that out there. Mr. Mayors, thank you very much for joining us today. And Mr. Mayor in Cincinnati, congratulations on your uh, very recent election. And best of luck to the Bengals and best of luck to, to the Los Angeles Rams, of course, Mayor Garcetti. Thanks, guys. Congrats, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Thanks guys. Jay, you should run for office, man. Mayor of New Jersey or something. New Jersey is or, a state. Or, 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 or the city. Wherever <laughs> oh, man, clip city that is. off. Clip that <laughs> off. We need that from me. Key is like, Key is, no, no, Key is like, AJ, you should be mayor of the East Coast or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, whatever there. it is. Key had a long day yesterday. He's been up since 2 o'clock. And it's all, I got you, Key. I know where you were going, brother. I got yeah, you. Well, whatever. Whatever the city. What city is that in New Jersey? New Jersey. <laughs> for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. And we are joined now on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio by Tony Khan. This is the Jaguars' co-owner and president of All Elite Wrestling. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. We're we're glad to have you on. When when are we going to see the Jaguars in the Super Bowl? We saw what the Bengals were able to do with the first overall pick. You blink, they're in the Super Bowl. Well, we're just getting started with our new coach, uh, Doug Peterson, who's got some great experience in the Super Bowl uh, and hopefully is the right guy to lead us there. Uh, So hopefully soon. But, uh, you know, we're really excited about Doug coming in here. You mentioned your new coach, Tony, and there was a guy that was there once before in Urban Meyer. What went wrong with Urban Meyer, and why was Doug Peterson the right choice to replace him? Uh, well, I mean, I, I think there were a number of things last season that were uh, not good, and, you know, Doug brings a lot of stability and experience. He's got great knowledge of the quarterback position and really 
so much great experience in the NFL, you guys know, as a, a player and, of course, as a coach. And I think he brings uh, really the wisdom we need right now to the team. And, uh, you know, if you, I'm sure you guys know Doug and are very familiar with him. And uh, I just think he's the perfect guy to come in right now and lead this team. You know, he's been there before, and he's a, he's a great person. He's got great integrity, and I think that's what we need right now. And he's connected with Trevor Lawrence, our quarterback, and they've already built a rapport. So I think it bodes really well for us. Tony, uh, the name Byron Leftwich was a first-round pick by the Jags. He was the Jags quarterback. Uh, he was the OC for Tom Brady and the Super Bowl champions and, and Tampa Bay Bucks. What went wrong with his selection of being – the first choice as coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars? I mean, nothing went wrong with it. We, I think we did 15 interviews, and he was great. I really liked Byron. I thought he was awesome. Uh, and I think my dad really liked him too um, and have a ton of respect for him as a great coach and uh, as a former Jaguars player and as a really good person. Uh, and we did a lot of interviews, and I, I would say that about so many of the great people we interviewed through this process. Um, we met so many great coaches along the way and, and people we've known before and people I didn't know as well, you know, people uh, who I, I'd only kind of met along the way, like great people like Todd Bowles uh, is a great example, and Kellen Moore, really nice guys. Uh, Doug Peterson was actually the very first person we interviewed and we said we were going to cast a wide net, uh, meet a lot of people, or talk to a lot of people, Rich Passaccia, and, uh, you know, kept kept talking to people. And Doug was always in our final group. Byron was one of the great people we interviewed. Doug has so much great experience in the NFL. And of all the people interviewing for jobs, I think Doug had something nobody has, which is he has been to the Super Bowl not just as a player but as a head coach. He's won the Super Bowl. He's been on a winning team as a player, and he's won the Super Bowl as a head coach. Uh, so we thought Doug, uh, his knowledge of the position, but also his experience was something nobody could match. So, Tony, when you went and did the cast a wide net in the interviews and, and you talked to different coaches, and then clearly, you know, the rumors are out there that many coaches – uh, that interviewed or passed on the interviews didn't necessarily want to work alongside Trent Bolke. Was it very difficult in the interview process to kind of navigate your way through all of that? I, you know, I mean, we, I read a lot of stuff, and a lot of the stuff I read didn't really match up with what was happening. You know, I also read yesterday on Pro Football Talk that I'm running for Congress, which is not true. So, like, on Pro Football Talk, I've read a number of things that are inaccurate in the last few uh, weeks and months, and this was the first time I'd taken to Twitter to refute uh, because that one was so ridiculous. But, uh, I mean, uh, it was a lot of really good meetings along the way. I, my father uh, and I um, have had good experiences with Trent, and uh, everybody we talked to along the way was – uh, very positive about what we have on the roster. And, you know, we have a lot of good young players uh, with a lot of potential, and we have a great young quarterback prospect with Trevor Lawrence. We have uh, the number one pick in the NFL draft, and we have one of the best salary cap situations in pro football. Uh, so 
it's a great situation right now, and a lot of people were willing to talk to us, which is why we did so many interviews uh, before settling on, you know, really the first person we talked to and went out there, talked to everybody, and, and we thought Doug really had everything it takes and has done this before. Talking to Tony Khan, Jaguars co-owner, and by the way, president of All Elite Wrestling. You guys aren't up against a WWE program any programming anymore, Tony. Do you still do you view them as competition, or let me? How do you view uh, WWE? I, I think we're competitors in the same space, uh, but obviously we're not on the same night anymore, and we service. Uh, the audience is a little bit differently. We have business models are a bit different. We have different wrestlers uh, and the shows are very different. It was a good week for AEW this week. Uh, we just had our biggest audience for Wednesday night dynamite since September. Uh, it was one of our best numbers and one of our best shows on Wednesday night. And we're on again tonight. We have Wednesday night dynamite on TBS and tonight is Friday night rampage. On TNT, we have a really big card, and a lot of exciting wrestlers have come. And frankly, a lot of the people in AEW are people uh, who were in uh, WWE and uh, have jumped. There's a really exciting free agent market right now, and I think that's one thing that wrestling fans really embrace. Like, you know, it's no secret that uh, there is some uh pageantry some some drama when you watch pro wrestling but it's a great sport and one thing that everybody knows is very real is the pro wrestling companies hate each other and are fighting to get the best free agents and i think that's what's made this the most attention that the pro wrestling business has gotten in a long time and i think that's why wednesday night dynamite this week was the number one show on cable so it's going really well Tony, this is Jay Williams. I need two favors from you, man. Number one, I'm inviting myself, Keyshawn, and Max down there to watch a game, so we need to come down to Jacksonville and hang out with you and see it and see how you guys are building. <laughs> and then secondly, we have a couple of producers here. This is why I really need you to come Jay through. knows how to network with Pat rich guys, and boy. James. All right, Pat and James will be at Dynamite when you guys come to Connecticut later this month. I will be coming. I will be there as well. Can you please have one of your wrestlers just rough them up a little bit? Maybe like a power bomb through a table or something? Please, I would beg of you. I would give you – you want to come down to a Duke game? I got you. Whatever you need. I just need Pat and James to be roughed up a little bit. Can you make this happen for us? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I can promise. Uh, I don't know if I, – I don't want anybody to get hurt, but I think our, our people here are very professional. So, yeah, I would love that. I mean, we've had – Huge uh, celebrities, just like the three of you guys. Uh, you know, we've had Shaq, Mike Tyson, Snoop Dogg, all uh, on AEW. Shaq did go through a table. He is one of the world's greatest human beings and most generous people. And when Shaq was on AEW, and I say that because all three of you are, are such important sports luminaries, and it's an honor to be talking to all three of you for different reasons, for all the great things all three of you have done. And, you know, Shaq, one of the great legends in pro sports, and he came and fell through a table on AEW Dynamite in a great match. So uh, we would love to have you guys, and I would love to see you guys go through a table. Uh, Keyshawn, I was with your former college teammate, Tony Baselli last night. We were all celebrating at Heritage Hall. 
that Tony got into the Hall of Fame. And actually, Keyshawn, you and I both did tribute videos. We were in the same tribute video with you, me, Tom Coughlin, and a lot of people who are close to Tony. So I, I saw you last night in tribute form. Yeah, they had. I was working yesterday, so I couldn't make it. That is. But I reached yeah. out to him. I'm I'm excited for him. Tony was uh, he was one of my my best teammates. You know, just like not enough good things to say about him. That's for sure. That's uh. He's a special special guy. All right, Tony Khan, Jaguars co-owner. Jay, somehow you've uh, no, we're making this happen. The, we're making this happen. We're going down situation. to a game in Jacksonville, and we're going to Dynamite. This is going down, Max. President, all elite wrestling. Uh, Jay and Key are going to throw each other through a table somehow. I don't know. I'll be watching. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate you jumping <laughs> on with us this morning. All right, Tony. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh-huh. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. What you've been waiting for all week long, our Super Bowl 56 picks. That's next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Since I was 10 years old. This is what I've always wanted to do. It is no fluke. It is a fact. Long time coming. And they're one win away from a world title at Super Bowl 56. I wouldn't call it nervous. I would call it excited. One game. That's it. That's it. One game. Who's you work for right here? How bad you want? All that training you did. All everything you do is for this right here. Put it in my hand. It's over. Every time we touch the score, a two-handed grab. Touchdown, Alabama. Let's dominate. We know it's on the line. Ain't no better stage than this. We're one game away. There is no tomorrow. Let's go. Be great. Be great. Nothing less. All right, Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, guys. It is time for Super Bowl Fifty Six game, game picks. 
Let's talk about who's going to win. Let's talk about the score and who's going to get MVP after you, Key. Well, I'm picking the Rams in this football game. I, I think when you look at the ability to get to the passer in Joe Burrow, that defensive front that the Rams present, the shutdown corner in Jalen Ramsey, and the veteran presence that they have on the football field against the youth. And I know a lot of people think when you don't know anything, you just go out there and play reckless at like the Cincinnati Bengals could do. The problem with that is it can get you in trouble. And I think when you have the experience of a Sean McVay in his second Super Bowl, learning from the mistakes he made the first time around, you certainly tipped your hat toward the Rams in this particular game. What was my score? Because I don't remember. You have 30-24 Rams. Yeah, 30-24. to Yeah, the Rams going to get that. It might be a little bit higher, but they're going to get that. So, look, I hope I'm wrong. But I got a lot of money on the Rams. Mm-hmm. Be honest about it. And I feel like every game in the playoffs has been so tight. Nail came biters. down yeah. to the wire. And Evan made this comment, our producer, two weeks ago, where he's like, I just feel like, and starting to feel the same way. I feel like it's going to be a blowout. I do. I feel like the Bengals are going to get down early. I feel like the Rams have too much firepower, especially on the defensive side of the ball with the pressure they're going to bring on Joe Burrow. I don't think Jamar Chase or T. Higgins is going to be able to get open and create the space. Nor do I think Joe Mixon can get the running game going. I got the Rams winning 27-14. I got Matthew Stafford being MVP. I think the Rams are better than – I don't know. I just did it. I think the Rams are better than – the Bengals. I think the Rams ought to win this game. I love the way Stafford's like, I don't care what the narrative this is me right Mm -hmm. now, and has done it in the face of all this stuff, right? Aaron Donald's best player in the Super Bowl. I get all that. I'm still going with the Bengals. Yup, I'm doing it because of Joe Burrow. I think when push comes to shove, he will make the best decisions the fastest, and as a result, his team will win. I think McPherson kicks the game winner from like 56 yards and the Bengals win 30-27, to 27, the MVP going to Joe Thorough. That's, yeah, the beauty. What's that? The beauty. I was going to say the beauty about it is either you can be right or you can be wrong. <laughs> that's it. I love when people keep really like argue about something that's about to happen. Oh, you're crazy. We're about to find out. We're about to find out. Max, you know what? When you hear the stat that McPherson, the kicker for the Bengals, has accounted for 40 of their points in the playoffs, like that – and also I'm just sorry, throughout the season. Like, his so- confidence. Like, McPherson is like another Joe Burrow, just a kicker. He's like, he's got this kind of, like, crazy cockiness to him that, like, oh, you got that in the quarterback and the field goal kicker, and then, oh, who are your receivers? He better not miss. No, he better not, but Pressure that's the whole thing, tight. Key. These are the type of dudes who are like, that's all right. It's how, okay. How do you guys – Key, this weather, is, is this a legitimate thing? I mean, it feels like it would be. If you're used to playing in cold weather, all of a sudden now you're playing in 75, 80-degree weather, it's hot. That, that can yeah, affect yeah. your conditioning. When you, when you, yeah, when you go from the cold environment to this warm weather, that 80-plus degrees on the field is going to feel like 100. Yeah. You got to remember, SoFi is down in the ground, so it's not a complete dome-covered the ends are open. They thought that airflow would come through considering the location is near the beach, so you get that kind of cool breeze from, from uh, that area. But what happens is the fans up top get all that breeze. The players down below, they don't get any. So that mm-hmm. temperature is going to rise, and it could have some effect. But the beauty of it is both teams got to play in it. Yeah. It's yeah. just not one team. Yeah. 
Both teams got to play it. In L.A., if you can see the water, you get the breeze. If you can't see the water, it might get hot. That's interesting. The nosebleeds, you got the natural A.C., you yeah, know, you the got breeze the, coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah but because down of the way the stadium <laughs> yeah. is, is down in there. That's, I mean, that's why the damn thing cost $5 billion. Think about how far they had to go in the ground. I mean, that's why you got to think about hydrating so much, right? All the muscle cramps, all the things that you can get, the trolley horses. I mean, oof. That's a real thing. Weather could be – it's funny talking about a football game this time of year. It's like weather can be a factor. It might be <laughs> too hot. Weather's beautiful weather. It might be At, too but, hot. But the stadium, and you'll see, Jay, the stadium is close to, like, Manhattan Beach area, LAX. Yeah. So, believe it or not, you do get – a temperature drop yeah. coming that way, but for whatever reason, it's not there. You you can't get it. They're going to burn up. Yeah, well, I'm coming, nuts. baby. I'm coming, Key. Let's go. 80-degree weather. Here I come. That, that's, 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 that's also the Bengals and the Rams playing in that kind of heat. They both have to play in it. It's They got to both play in it. Matthews. And they've been And they've been here for – I think the Bengals have been here for a week now, mm-hmm. so they've been practicing and preparing – in uh, their practices in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl, and that's hot as hell out there up against those mountains. So, you know, they, they're used to it by now, and if they're not, that's on them. Shame on them. You know what helps uh, Joe Burrow in those conditions? Ice water in his veins. Ice mm. water in his veins. It helps him, Key. Mm. Joe Cool, Joe Burr. It, oh, it's all true, man. That legend goes down, man. Oh. Second year after coming off an ACL tear, you win the Super Bowl? I just think of either Burrow winning the national title at, game. We watching the Super Bowl. I'm going to be watching it at home. Okay, so yep. you're going out to the. Okay, I that's got it. it. Yeah, with with the kids, they're gonna they're gonna sit through their first. Well, they've sat through Super Bowls, but not really paid attention. Squeeze you know? that camera yeah. over the for a two ready shot to pay on attention. Monday, Key. Oh, it's huh? going to be. Let's so get a two good. shot on that camera on Monday. No, leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> leave him alone. Let him live in luxury. I mean, uh. live in. St- I mean, live in. You know. Happiness. Something. <laughs> Luxury. I, I thought mean, I quit style. the rat race. I mean, uh... Every time I think they, I quit, they bring me back in. Enjoy L.A., guys. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.